0: That evening, as Takashi returned to his apartment, it was just starting to get dark. There was no wind and not one leaf stirred in the bushes surrounding his building. He climbed the stairs slowly and with much effort, jiggling his keys to create a noise in the strange silence that surrounded him, before placing the largest of them in the lock of his front door. Takashi stepped inside and was just about to take off his shoes when another, much stronger earthquake gripped him and he froze. The room in front of him started to sway, rocking back and forth as it had the other night. This evening, however, it seemed even more severe. Takashi pulled his door open again and immediately heard screams from his surrounding neighbors. Several people ran past him, heading for the stairs. Their faces were white with fear, and a couple of them yelled at Takashi to get out. Takashi tried to step out onto the landing that moved like an ocean. He grabbed the railing, but he was unable to move at all. Thirty seconds later, he felt confident enough to make it to the stairs. Gripping the rail as he moved forwards, he could see a group of people gathering at the bottom of the staircase. Water began to seep out through the cracks in the concrete path, causing liquefaction below their feet. The group collectively jumped onto the road as the ground moved even more violently. Takashi waited at the edge of the landing, frozen against the railing, waiting for a break in the sea of movement. Two minutes later, he thought he saw his chance. Alone at the top of the stairs, he looked down at the group squatting on the road. The sight of them in a wide open space encouraged him to join them. Takeshi gingerly placed a foot on the first stair, but the railing began to shake again. He glanced at the others and saw that a couple of them were pointing at the roof above him. He heard the building's caretaker scream at him to be careful. Looking up, Tekashi saw the bicycle stem that had been thrown up on the guttering several months beforehand shoot out. It struck him square between the eyes, and he fell back onto the landing. A sharp pain, like a needle penetrating his forehead, caused him to cry out as he started to black out. He screamed out, and his howl reverberated in his head, sounding like a distant echo projected from somebody else's mouth. He tried to keep his eyes open, but he was fighting to stay conscious. His mouth was dry and the feeling of losing control disturbed him. He fought to regain some kind of normality, and he tried again to see what was happening around him. To his surprise, he thought he could see Masaya and Kenji standing at the bottom of the stairs, calling out to him. He wondered why they were there, and tried to remember what he'd been doing before he fell. But it hurt too much to think about anything. Takashi wasn't quite sure if he was conscious or not. His friends looked real enough. He saw his own arms stretch out before him as he reached out to them, but Masaya and Kenji faded back away from him, laughing at him as they disappeared. The image of his friends was replaced by a whirlpool of green, red, and blue lights rotating in front of him, and Takashi gave in to the heavy feeling of unconsciousness. He lay back and stopped struggling against the pain. After that, he could remember nothing.